0: Jesus was given to us so that we could have peace. But that doesn't always mean that life is going to be easier. It's always going to be, uh, regardless of their circumstances, that we're just going to be at ease in our life. So how many, I'm right here with you, have had trouble this year? Like in the last year, it's been hard. You've had moments of trouble, right? I mean, you're in good company. We're all, we're all friends here. And the good news in Scripture is that we, we have a promise that Jesus came to bring peace in our hearts. He came to free us from a life of hurry, a life of anxiousness. He came to free us from a life of busyness. He wants us to to rest in him, to be still in his presence, as scripture tells us. The world expected Jesus to be born in a royal family, in a palace, but he wasn't. He was born in a barn. The world thought he'd be announced to kings and queens, but he wasn't. He was announced to shepherds. The world thought he would come with pomp and circumstances, he'd have an iron fist, he'd be full of military might, but he didn't, he didn't have any of that, but he did come full of peace, and he came alone. Jesus' birth and ministry looked different than what the world expected, and our lives as Christ's followers should look different too. Our lives should have peace and stillness in it, just as Jesus had, and that doesn't uh, often make sense to other people when we have... Peace in the midst of our circumstances that are difficult and hard. And it's easy to say, like, peace, right? Like, I want to live in peace. We all would say, yes, absolutely. It's really hard to live a life of stillness and peace. It's hard to live in peace and stillness when everything around us is busy, it's loud, our calendars are packed with activities, there's lots of entertainment, lots of things to do, and there's lots of things we do that we don't even want to do. So we end up settling we buy into the lie that this is just really what life is, right? Maybe we even tell ourselves the lie that someday life will slow down, right? Like when this thing happens, then life will be a little slower, be a little easier. And so we just buy into the lie that the noise and busyness of our life currently is normal, and normal isn't right. Just because it's normal doesn't mean it's right. Normal doesn't mean that, It's what Jesus has for us or what Jesus even wants for us. As you read the pages of Scripture, you will read Jesus was anything but normal. And if we're called to live a life like Jesus, then we need not settle for normal. But in order to do that, we need to identify. We need to eliminate the noise and hurry in our lives. So as we close, I'm going to ask a few questions. And when you came in, there was a piece of paper an index card on your seats. If you want to grab that, grab a pin that was also supplied either in the seat backs in front of you or on the seats. We're going to show some questions on the screen. I'm going to ask them. I want you to take some time. We're going to have a moment here in a few minutes to answer some of these questions. I'm going to write down on the paper the answers to some of these questions if you know them. And if you don't, maybe you capture, take a picture of these questions, and you process this in your own stillness, in your own quiet time, in the coming days. Here's the first question. What in your life is causing too much noise? What in your life is causing too much noise? What are the things that are so loud in your life that you can't seem to focus on anything else? It's the thing that screams at you, that's always at the forefront of your, of your thoughts, forefront of your minds, What are the things that are distracting you from hearing God's voice? What are the things that are distracting you from hearing God's voice? Where could you steal some, some time over the coming days, even if it's just a few minutes, to cancel the noise in your life, to silence it, and sit with your heavenly Father and ask him what he loves about. God, what do you love about me? And just sit there and wait for him to reply. He loves to lavish us with his love and encouraging words. What is stealing from the peace that Jesus offers your soul? What is stealing from the peace that Jesus offers to our soul? I'll give you some examples, see if any of these resonate. Maybe you'll have your own, but is it your finances? Is that stealing the peace? that Jesus offers your soul? Is it your friend group, the people you're hanging around with? What about your job? Is the job stealing the peace that, offers, that Jesus offers you? Is it your dating relationship that you're in? If you have kids, is it your kids? Right, like what is it? The point is, try to identify it. And once you write it down, then you take that to God. The one who offers peace. Take it to God. Ask for his input on these questions. Ask for his help. I know in our culture, oftentimes, when we think of asking people for help, we see that as a sign of weakness. It is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength. The greatest athletes in the world have help, right? They they have somebody that helps them with their nutrition, how they should exercise, how they need to recover, how they they study for whatever sport they're in, how they sleep, and so much, so much more. The most successful people in the world ask for help. The disciples of Jesus ask for God's help. The Apostle Paul, when you read the letters in the New Testament, asked for help from his own friends. Because we weren't created to live life alone, we were created to live life in community. And so today, as we... Kind of in 2023, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, this can be a defining moment in our lives. This could be a core memory for us when we identify in our lives what's distracting us from the main thing, the main gift, the noise in our life, which is Jesus Christ. How do we, how do we cancel all that and focus on Jesus? So let's spend a few minutes. Let's write down what's stealing the peace Jesus has for us. And when we do that, when you've had that identified, we'd ask you just come, bring it into the manger here. Drop it, leave it here. It's kind of your physical way of leaving it at the feet of Jesus, asking for his input on what's stealing the most important thing from you, which is a relationship with Jesus. It's our way of both identifying what those things are and letting go of them. But even more than that, it's our way of giving them, turning them over to God, because God can handle our anxiety. He can handle our failures. He can handle our challenges and trouble. He can handle the hard stuff in our life. And actually, he's eager to help us through every one of those. So today, we can accept that. We can receive it. We can allow the peace that God has to offer right now. And over the next few days, as we enter in, for many of us, a busy, busy two or three weeks or two or three days or could be coming weeks in the holiday season as we see friends and family, as we head into 2024, let's make the decision right now that we will do whatever we can on our end to pursue Jesus, to connect with Jesus, that we'll ask God to help us in the coming days and then in the next year with stillness and peace that often doesn't make sense. As Scripture says, peace that surpasses understanding, which can only be given and received through Jesus Christ. So again, I want to give us time to do that. So I again I want to challenge you guys not to leave here this this afternoon without taking the time to do that. So we're going to put these questions back on, up on the screen. We're going to ask them again. I'm going to pray certain times. It's going to be silent. Then I'll maybe say a few words and I'll pray again. This could last two or three minutes. But take the time. Write those answers down and bring it and put it in the manger. I'm going to read a psalm from you. It says, out of Psalms 46, which I believe is already read, it says, Be still and know that I am God. That's what we're going to do. We're going to be still, recognize who he is and who we aren't. It says, I will be exalted among the nations, and I will be exalted in the earth. And any time we bring our challenges, the things that are going on in our life, and we bring them to Jesus, that's a way of exalting. It's a way of celebrating who he is and what he can do in our lives. And after we're all done with that, we're going to close the afternoon by singing Silent Night and lighting the candles that are all under each one of your seats. We'll direct you when that time comes. But right now, with the questions on the screen, let's take a few minutes and write down our answers. What in your life is causing too much noise? What are the things that are so loud in your life that you can't seem to focus on anything? What are the things that are distracting you from hearing God's voice? And what is stealing from the peace Jesus offers to our soul? So again, I'm going to pray. There will be silent. I'll pray some more. And then come on up as you guys feel led. So God, just come right now by the power of your Holy Spirit. God, would you just rest on this place? We know you're already here. But God, we say yes. We invite you into our lives, into this moment, that you would speak to us through these questions God, that you would remind us that you're the one that offers peace. You're the one that loves well. You're the one that gives good gifts. So God, what do you love about us? What's distracting us from you? I just come God, I know for me, I I just repent of the things I think are are important. God, I repent of the days that I start without first checking in to you. God, just come. God, would you bring to mind for all of us what's... What's the most distracting thing in our lives? What's the thing that's at the forefront of our minds that seems to just hang there and linger? God, help us to turn those things over to you. God, as we think of the next few days, the, the coming weeks, and the pack calendars that we have, that if there's things we can't alter or change, would you remind us to, to go in them with a grateful heart, with gratitude, the people we get to see and spend time with, that we pray for the, the relationships that may be a little uneasy, and would you remind us to seek you first before we enter those environments, you would still us. God, would you help us recall this moment when we've turned this over to you? We've identified it. We've, we've brought it to you. We've handed it over. So when the enemy whispers a lie, will you help us to capture that thought, as Scripture says, and cast it aside and say, that's who I used to be. That is not who I am in you. And God, in two days when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, would you help us recall the love that you have for us? Help us to recall how you love us. And would you help us to have a moment of gratitude for who you are, what you've done, and what you continue to do in our lives and through our lives? God, help us to leave here with with excitement for the days to come because we've invited you into them. Guide our thoughts, guide our words, guide our actions. God, we love you. Thanks for loving us the way you do. In Jesus' name. Amen.